0: Merry Christmas. Don't you ever say Merry Christmas? If you are guests and friends, uh, we welcome you to the Tabernacle of Joy. Amen. Amen. This is a very special week for me and my wife. We turned grandparents on the 21st, 21st of December. I would like to introduce to you. You know, can I have the slide? Avery Toe. Amen. Uh, she's such a sweetheart. <laughs> you know, again, uh, you know, I just got a text from Adora saying that Avery is watching Grandma leading worship. She's part of the service today. Maybe she's not here physically, but she recognizes the different voices, and we are having lots of joy. Amen. You know, uh, I don't know about you, but you know, when I think about Christmas, there are some verses that strike out to me. What is your favorite verse in Christmas? Well, there are some Isaiah chapter seven verse fourteen. It says this: Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Mm, not bad verse, right? Then another scripture here in Matthew chapter one, verse twenty-one: And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name what? Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. And here's another one that is very good. Luke chapter 2 verse 14. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. But let me say this right away. My favorite verse, I'm going to be preaching about it. My favorite verse is found in Isaiah. Chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name, everybody say his name. name. Will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. You know what? Let this be your homework assignment this week because I think that I'll be preaching about this verse next week as well. And I'm going to talk about the importance of a name. That's why we need to be baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. The importance of a name. You know, I I, I don't know about you, but we are excited. We found that Adora is pregnant and we were looking for names. Amen. Because names symbolize something. I, I, I first of all must recognize that this is not my child. When I chose names for my children, I recognize first of all, it is not what I want to name them. It's what God wants to name them that is more important. Because her name must represent their character. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Because if you name them your child, that means the child belongs to you. Hello? But if you allow God to name them, then the child belongs to the Lord. Amen. So should we just lift our hands and ask God to help us today? Father, what a joyous occasion, Lord, for us to come together to celebrate you. Lord, the author and the finisher of our faith, our saviour, our messiah, God, we give you honour. Today we want to commemorate this special day. You were born for a purpose, God, and You were born because of us, Father. And Father, I pray, God, that today, God, before we move on being busy about, you know, the different parties that will be going on, the eating and the merry, God, that will be going on after this, we want to pause for a moment, God, and slow down and recognize that you, mighty God, wonderful counselor, everlasting Father, Emmanuel, is the reason of this season. So bless this time. In Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Can you play the video? We're going to watch a quick video and then I'll go dive into the Word. Amen.
1: What name could contain such a glory? In the cool breezes of Eden, brought from the infant earth. One arose, the voice of his creator speaking his identity to life. Adam, man. And as heaven waited short with breath, the creator spoke yet another, Eve, mother of all the living. So it was with Abraham, named in the promise as the father of nations. Peter, the rock upon which the church would stand. The name called to life the destiny within. The name set the stage for all that was to come. And unto us child was born. And what name could contain his glory? For he was mighty God as the universe gasped into being, flinging rays of light from his presence to pierce the void to shatter the shadows to a tapestry of color. And He is mighty God, shattering our darkness, revealing our light, our truth in Him. He was everlasting Father when orphaned Israel needed a Father's touch. When we, with grief-stricken cheeks, need the embrace of one who never leaves, When we have lost our way to dark horizons, it is our everlasting Father who lights the way home. He is Prince of Peace. When like Elijah, we need the still small voice in the turmoil's midst. When like David, we need the melodies of his presence to soothe our troubled minds. He is sanctuary within our trials, shepherd guiding us to still waters. Yes, he is wonderful counselor. God who gives counsel in the chaos, crafting disorder into calm and failure into beauty. He is a voice for the voiceless. He is dignity for the stateless soul. It is he who raised up a lowly shepherd to become a king. He who took the fishermen of Galilee and made them leaders of history the counselor who redeems our lost years, breaking chains that have kept dreams imprisoned and joy confined. The name reaches across eternity, exclaimed by the splendors of galaxies, sung by the passions of angels, roared in heaven's fervor, exalted in creation's unfettered rejoicing. What name could contain him? What title, what soul renown? our wonderful counselor this is our mighty god this is our everlasting father our prince of peace what name could contain emmanuel god with us yahweh the great i am what name could contain the word of life the light of the world the king of kings the lord of all we bow to the name that holds every other in its matchless worth. What name could contain such a glory? What name but Jesus? We cry Jesus. We cry holy
0: is Can we just clap our hands and let's worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? You know, one thing that I've learned about life is that, you know, before you can appreciate a solution, you must understand the problem. Let me repeat that again. Before you can appreciate a solution, you must understand the problem. Let me give you an example. You know, uh, let's say, you know, that video that you're watching. You know, sometimes it's so easy for people to come and say, oh, you just cut this, cut this, cut this, cut this, cut this. Then put all together. I mean, everything sounds so easy until you get in the process of editing. Especially when you do reels, Instagram on your tiny phone. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You know, you were doing the reels and then you're cutting this, cutting that, choosing the right songs, everything. But then after a while, it's like four hours pass. And you realize, my goodness, it's not that simple at all. Right? And likewise, you know, how many of you ever heard this thing that says, you know, uh, some people say, oh, Jesus saves. How many of you heard that? Jesus saves. Saved from what? Mm. The vast majority of people don't even know what are we saved from. Amen. Amen. And today, before I start today's message for unto us, I'm going to start off with some very bad news. But it is important for us to understand the bad news, to understand the good news. Amen. That's why we have joy to the world. Why? Because in our deprived state, we are doomed. We are. I I, I don't want to sadden you today, but you know, all of us have been infected with a disease called sin. Until Jesus Christ came, there was no cure. You know, let me help you understand. you You know, when I go, that's one of the things that I don't like is going for a medical checkup. As you grow older, you hate to go for a medical checkup because you never know what they will find. And then you sit on the table and then they talk to interview you. And then the more they interview you, before they test you, right, they scare you. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You know, they will tell you things. Huh? You got this? huh? When was your last medical checkup? Huh? Wow, very serious. They haven't tested yet. But you can see the look at the doctor's face. You know, and and today I will start off, you know, uh, by telling you that, you know, things don't look very good for humanity. In fact, there's this thing called the doctrine of depravity. Amen. And we're going to start off, you know, today in order for us to enjoy this good news. And sometimes we forgot where we came from. We need to remind ourselves, oh, what a saviour. Oh, that's why there is going to be joy. The joy doesn't come from receiving a present. The joy comes that that I have a cure for my sin. And this sin that infects my children and the generation after that can be saved because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And that's why God came in flesh. He was known as Emmanuel, God with us. You know, there is cure. I I don't know about you, but, but, but my dad had cancer. And many times you go to see a doctor, they they give you, you know, hope by saying, oh, there's this new treatment and that's new treatment And, and it brings some kind of hope. It brings some kind of excitement, you know, especially for the family members. And, and time and time again, we were disappointed. This treatment didn't work. Radiation didn't work. So we're going to try something else. And then we try another thing and we try another thing. And, and finally they say this, you know what? We're going to try something new that has never been done before. And, and this doctor is kind of aggressive, you know. By, you know and, 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 and at the end of the day, my dad look at me and says this, Tim. I'm going to die anyway. I want to die in dignity. Let these people not rob me from my, my 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 dignity, please. So I started praying, you know, and 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 you know what. You can understand the story because the point that I want to bring across to you is: if there's a cure, there is excitement. Amen. You know, when the doctor says, oh, it's not the doom yet. Oh, the chances of you surviving is 70%. How many of you like that kind of statistics? I don't like 70%. I like 99.5%. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. But I'm here to tell you that, that this incurable thing called sin, that all of us were infected with, there's a 100% cure. Come on, everybody, say praise God. That's why we sing joy to the world. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know whether you understand this, but every time the doctor comes in, oh, you know what, uh, we're going to cut him up, and, and, and we're going to, uh, chances are uh, 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 the cure is 100, is, is uh, no, they won't say 100%. Okay? They say probably if you get 70%, uh, you're blessed, <laughs> you know, but, but I'm here today. I'm so excited today because there's going to be guests and friends here today. I want to share with you that all men, all men, I, I, come on, everybody say amen. amen. We have a problem. We cause a problem and this problem is called sin. You know, we cause it. We can't appreciate Jesus if we don't know the problem and Romans chapter 3 verse 23 tells us. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All don't your neighbor say all. Amen. And then in Romans chapter 3, verse 10, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Every one of us here today, we have a sin problem. Amen. And the penalty of sin. It's not just a physical death, but it's an eternal death. And that's why I want to come to you to bring you good news. That you don't have to be despair. You can have hope. Amen. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 6 tells us, Oh, we are like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. All of us has gone wandering off. For instance, I think that this will make me happy, I go after that thing. And we wander off, doing our own thing, pleasing our own self. We doubt our own thing. But guess what? The more I do my own thing, the more I become selfish, the more I get lost. I get stuck. Things become worse. Amen. And the Bible teaches us that the man is totally deprived. Here's an example of a scripture that I want to talk to you about today. You know, again, I'll start off by telling you some bad news. (laughs) Amen. But I'm not going to end there. We're going to have the solution. We're going to have some good news. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 and 3 tells us this. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 and 3 tells us this. And, And you, he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin, in which you once walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desire of the flesh and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Amen. So, here's a key word today. We are all dead. Amen. No capacity to please God. No capacity to honor God. No capacity to save, serve God. Dead to God. You know how many of you can remember the time that you were dead? You forget Ria. Really, uh, so fast. Huh? I remember the day that 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 when I was dead to Christ. You know what I my life was uh, uh like I feel like it, I do it. I think I want, I do it. I feel like I want. I say it. Amen. And the more and more I, I do whatever I want and I think I'm the big boss. But the more I became in charge, the more messy it becomes. It leads me to fear, fatigue, failure. Amen. Help me out And frustration. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, there was a story. I love this story. There was this incredible evangelist. You know, and his name was Billy Sunday. He was in the middle. He was in between uh, D.L. Moody and uh, Billy Graham. He was in the middle, somewhere in the time period. And he became an evangelist, a powerful evangelist. And he was going to a a certain city, you know. And, And he told the mayor, tell everybody who's struggling with sin to come to this crusade. Or maybe he told the mayor, give me a list of people that he's struggling with sin. I want to reach out to them. Guess what the mayor did? He brought a telephone book and gave it to him. Everybody is struggling with sin. Likewise, all of us are struggling with ourselves. Amen. You know what? When I'm very good, I'm very good. But when I'm very bad, I'm very bad. Come on, everybody say praise God. I mean, all of us, that's a good part. Amen. We like to pride our good part. But then there's also a very bad part. Amen. Everybody say praise God. How many of you realize this, that you can't save yourself? <laughs> you can't even get ready to be saved. Y- you know, again, if you have a burden today for someone who needs the Lord, let me remind you of this, okay? They can't do it. You can't do it. God has to do it. I say again, God has to do it. God has to make That way to move in a person's heart. And here's what total depravity means, okay? You're ready with this? I mean, I'm going to make you uncomfortable when I say this. We are all totally deprived without the Lord. We are dead in Christ. So what does depravity mean? The doctrine of depravity. In in summary, I'm going to give you, we are sinners by deed what we have done. Can anybody say that you are perfect? Amen. Everybody say praise God. Then we are sinners by nature, who we are. Apart from Christ, we choose only the wrong. And the inclination of our heart, soul, mind and strength is only evil continually. Even those actions that men call good are prideful attempts at self-righteousness, which are filthy in God's eyes. Amen. We all have issues. Turn to your neighbor. and say, I have issues. Amen. If you cannot agree with this, you cannot have salvation. (laughs) I mean, no one who is well will go see a doctor. But if today you will acknowledge, you know what, pastor, you make some sense here, you know, and help me. You know, I don't want to hide from it, but the Bible says, if you have no sin, you are a liar. Amen. All of us struggle with this thing called sin. Amen. Wow, you're tired already. Yesterday, having party, is it? Hello. Everybody say praise the Lord. Don't forget the reason of the season is not just to open present and eat and eat turkey. Amen. Okay. You know, uh, uh, I love Christmas trees. Amen. But Christmas is not about Christmas trees. Hello. It's not about turkey. It's not about honey ham. Though I like honey ham. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Sometimes we need to steal ourselves and say that, hey, let's remember what a state that I belong to. I'm deprived. Nothing within me has a capacity of wanting God until God came. Amen. Amen. Let me let me give you a glimpse of what this total depravity looks like in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1 to 15. By the way, this person by the name of Isaiah is a, a prophet of God. Okay, what, what is a prophet of God? He he can predict the future. And 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 again, when we are reading in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, you know, you must understand that during this time period, you know, it was the worst of the worst time for the nation of Israel. You know, they have kings that, that have led them away from God. And God raised up a mighty prophet by the name of Isaiah. Okay, and when you read the book of Isaiah, there are two things that you will find is very bad amen but then in the midst of bad then he start to prophesy the messiah is coming hallelujah i don't know about you but some people pray oh oh we are living in the end times you know what i say this oh you know your redemption draweth nigh jesus christ is coming back again and i'm excited about that Amen. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1 and 15. Okay? Listen, the Lord's arm is not too weak to save you, nor His ears too deaf to hear you call. It's your sin that have cut you off from God. Because of your sin, He has turned away and will not listen anymore. Listen, the problem is not with God. Come on, everybody say, the problem is not with God. The problem is us. Amen. Then in verse 3, your hands, are not, your, your hands are the hands of murderers and your fingers are filthy with sin. Your lips are full of lies and your mouth spills corruption. No one cares about being fair and honest. The people's lawsuits are based on lies. They conceive evil deeds and then give birth to sin. They hatch deadly snakes and, and weave spiders with webs. Whoever falls into their webs will die and there are danger even in getting near them. Their webs can't be made into clothing and nothing they do is productive. All their activity is filled with sin and violence is their trademark. Their feet run to the devil. They rush to commit murder. They think only about sinning, misery and destruction. Always follow them. They don't know where to find peace or what it means to be just and good. They have mapped out crooked roads and no one who follows them knows a moment's peace. So there is no just among Us and we know nothing about right living. I didn't say this. The scripture says we know nothing about right living. We look for light but only find darkness. We look for bright skies but walk in gloom. We grope like a blind along a wall, feeling our way like people without eyes, even Right as noontime, we stumble as though it were dark. Among the living, we are like the dead. We growl like hungry bears moan like mournful doves, doves. We look for justice, but it never comes. We look for rescue, but it is far from us, for our sins are power up before God and testify us against us. Yes, we know what sinners were we are. We know we have rebelled and have denied the Lord. We have turned our backs on our God. We know how unfair and oppressive we have been, carefully planning our deceitful lies. Our court opposes the righteous, and justice is nowhere to be found. Truth stumbles in the streets and honesty has been outlawed. Yes, truth is gone. And anyone who renounces evil is attacked. The Lord look. And was displeased and find there was no justice. Sounds like the time that we are living in. People are throwing out truth. Things are not being just anymore. You know, if you read the whole entire verse 59, there's much said about that. And I, I want you to understand the weight of it all. Amen. You know what? I want you to realize that we are in a big issue. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Only until you recognize that we got problem, then we will embrace the solution. Everybody say praise God. Amen. And number two, here's my favorite part. God brings solution. Reconciliation. We cause a problem sin. God brought a solution, reconciliation. That's what I'm talking about today. That's why Christmas is really all about. Christmas is about you know again the story of Christmas. Christmas is not about Santa Claus. There's no Santa Claus in the Bible. Amen. Come on everybody say praise the Lord. You know some this all this imagery and all these things in fact I get very offended you know when 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 shorts put Xmas. Christmas Christ is all about Christ. And Today we celebrate when we remember, first of all, in order for us to truly, truly celebrate man's deprived state. We will never appreciate the Savior if we forgot where he has brought us out of amen everybody say praise god that's why my heart is filled with joy my heart is filled with hope because i remember the day when i sinned oh i was born in iniquity i i had this thing called sin in my life and i've been causing a lot of praying not only to myself but to all those who love me amen if i'm not careful i can pass it down to the next generation but we have a god that has come to bring a solution Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, the scripture says all of us, we turn our back on God. We turn our back on God and we move away from God and that's what we did. But the good news is God loves us and came to save us and that's the message. God doesn't want us to stay as sinful people. God doesn't want us to remain in that condition. God doesn't want us to see ourselves as sinful people. God wants us to see ourselves as sons and daughters of God. That's what and God wants us to realize one thing on Christmas day, you are greatly loved. Amen. I don't know about you, but when I think about Christmas, remember it's not just about baby Jesus that child grew up to be a son and that that son offered his life for the penalty of our sin amen so let's not just talk about baby jesus you also need to talk about good friday resurrection sunday amen because the son the baby grew up and the baby came for this very purpose god emmanuel god with us amen everybody say praise god you know, how did God do this reconciliation? I'm going to just only preach about this verse today, okay? This, not the entire verse, but, but I'm going to just preach about this verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. You no, know, I don't know about you, but I like the word unto. Amen. It's an English, old English word which means to, okay? You know, what I realized is this, that in every strained relationship, in every broken relationship, there is also this thing called the reciprocation, which is the opposite of reconciliation. Every relationship that has ever got sour is because someone did something and someone else reciprocated it. So it means this, I beat you. Guess what he does? He beat me. Reciprocation. And then when that happens, there can be no reconciliation. Hello? I I want you to get this. I beat you, you beat me, my child beat you, your child, your child beat, and beat, beat. Many of the wars that we fight today are because of the first person who beat somebody. Hello? And it was never resolved. It was reciprocated with the same action. And there will never be peace. You know what? Jesus came to be reconciliation. How many of you are so glad that Jesus did not come to reciprocate? He came to reconcile. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody say, he came to reconcile. Amen. That's You know what? If we reciprocate that same action that was done to us, it would destroy relationships. So husband and wife, if your wife root to you, if you root back to her, guess what? You sleep outside. <laughs> Are you with me here? You, you're getting it? But somebody's got to be your what? A peacemaker. Come on, everybody say praise God. I, I hope you understand this concept because God expects us to behave like Him. You know why? Because Jesus did it for us. Amen. You know, what kind of Christmas would you have if God did unto us what we did unto Him? And let me say this again. What kind of Christmas are we going to have if we rebel against God and God rebel against us? Something's got to change. So the third point is God did something different. Come on, everybody. I, I don't know about you. I'm getting excited here. God did something different. Instead of reciprocating hatred, He reconciled us with love. Amen. That's how you change the world. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You see, unto God, rebellion, rejection, stubbornness. That's me. But unto us, not reciprocation, not recompense. Not retaliation. Unto us, reconciliation. We deserve nothing. We get everything we deserve. Judgment. We get grace. That's the good news of the gospel. God stopped this downward spiral. He reached out to rescue us from the vortex of our own sinful condition. Amen. Aren't you glad that He came not to destroy us? He came to seek and save us. Amen. And because of that, my generation can be saved. That was a there was a reconciliation that takes place. You know what? Listen, listen. It may be your mother's struggle with somebody else, but it doesn't mean that it has to be your struggle. You can reconcile generations. Amen. If you just do not reciprocate those things that have been done to you, that's why that's the power of forgiveness. He stops it there. The buck stops here. Come on, everybody. I know that you were treated badly as a child, but, but you don't need to reciprocate it to your children. You don't need to reciprocate it. Shame, hatred, uh, abuse, neglect to the next generation. You can say it. The buck stops here. Amen. I was reconciled with God. Now he becomes my father. And I will be like a father towards my children. The father that I did not have. It breaks bondages. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. Jerry Bridges said this. God did not wait for a change of heart on our part. He made the first move. Indeed, He did more than that. He did all that was necessary to secure our reconciliation, including our change of heart. Amen. Everybody say praise God. God did something different to us. God did something different to us. Come on, turn to you and he was say, God did something different to us. The reason why we can forgive is because He has forgiven me. I deserve judgment. I deserve condemnation. But He changed. You know what? He gave me forgiveness and now I can give forgiveness to people. Hallelujah. Are you with me here today? Amen. Come on. I, I, I don't know about you, but, but this word unto is a very powerful word. Because unto God we were sinners. Unto God we were rebellious. Unto God we were dead in Christ. But then, amen, unto us, a child, a son, salvation. Salvation. Amen. I I hope you understand that every believer here has the ability to bring life during this period of time. That when you have party, you bring life to your home. Yeah, they don't deserve that turkey. Look at them, black (laughs) face. Buy them a big gift. uh, Yet still ungrateful. uh, Ask you to come and eat dinner like pulling the hairs out of your head. But you know what? Let them not spoil the season. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You're going to love them. You know why? Because Christ loved us. When we were dead in our trespasses, Christ loved us. I am not going to respond like the way the world does because I have been born again. Because, oh man, I'm a new person in Christ. Amen. Because the new has come and the old has gone. Ah, amen and I am a different person because of what Christ did I'm going to bring hope into the party I'm going to bring joy to the party and I'm going to bring peace to the party are you with me here today come on everybody say praise the Lord come on are you with me here say praise the Lord because if you're going to have a so different if you're going to have a different Christmas do something different do something different. Amen. Oh, that you give compassion to those people who don't deserve compassion. Do something different. Amen. Okay, you say, Pastor, what do I need to do? Okay. How do I respond to this thing that has been done thousands of years? Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Number 1. Everybody say, number 1. Repent. Amen. Everybody say, Repent. You know, what repentance is? Very simple. You are walking towards evil and you turn. And you walk towards God. That's simple. Belakang pusing. Belakang pusing. I don't know, I forgot they check. One, two, then they go. Walk to God. And part of the process of repentance to start your journey of life is a change of mind. You recognize. Hey, jing chalat. eh. Doctor kong jing Chalat. eh. Preacher kong Chalat. Eh. If I don't turn around, it's going to be harder for me to turn around. Amen. I, I, you, I, you know what? You know, sometimes, right, all you need uh, to change your lifestyle is a uh, bad news. Eh? Your cholesterol is very high. <laughs> or oh, you see the next day, we all go exercise already. Oh, hey, I watch, I watch. Hey, 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 uh, what, what, what is it called? Fitbits. Ah, feed Fit uh, Feed me, Oh, then after that, you always calculate. <laughs> <laughs> bad report. You know, sometimes I have to tell you this to make you move. There has got to be urgency because you know what? Time is, time is running out. You never know what will happen tomorrow. And I'm going to tell you very straightforwardly, if you do not respond, then you are in great danger. Everybody say amen. Come on, everybody say amen. So you need to repent and repentance, the walk of repentance include, you know what? Water baptism in Jesus' name. Repentance is not telling God, say, I'm sorry, eh. but action actually, eh, eh. because I always, my wife always say this, sorry for what? Sometimes we tell God, sorry, eh. sorry for what? God, look at you, but you're not turning. You've got to turn and you've got to walk towards God. And the first step is being born again, water baptized in Jesus' name. And the next thing will happen, the gift of the Holy Ghost will come upon you. And you begin to speak in tongues and then the. And then after that, you know what? This, this new operating system, this power that God has given to you will teach you how to walk towards God. Yeah. Hallelujah. The desires that you don't have suddenly become desire, leo, leo. Hey, I, I, I don't know why I like to read my Bible. And some of you, you lost that desire. You're sick. Some of you have lost the things of God. I'm going to tell you this. The first thing that I know that when people lose desire of fellowship, things of God, you are sick. I'm going to say that it is. And you are on dangerous ground. And this depravity will eat you. The Bible calls it carnal-minded people. Not to be fool around. Uh, hello? Come on, everybody say praise God. Uh, you're with me. If you feel and you still continue to pull by the world, you know, if you do nothing, uh, you pull by the current one. You're like a boat. You got to do something to walk. And the Christmas is a good time to start it again. Christmas is a good time to understand, God, I need you. And you repent. Okay, but your repentance is, is no need to go into water baptism, but you need to cleanse yourself to the Word of God. And sometimes the pool is so strong. Brother Cheng and, and, and Brother Andrew, come here. The pool is so strong. You know what you need? You don't need encouragement. You don't need people to push you into the water. You know, come push me back. You know, uh, uh, go la, go la, go. A lot of people are looking for friends like that because they say, oh, I'm accepted by them. Well, I'm It could can see, you <laughs> can see. Hello? Be careful you call your friends that like. people don't challenge me, don't provoke me to good works. Like. Some of you scared to meet me here like, because I'm going to challenge you this year. I'm going to challenge you. Hello? Hey man, you know what? You want people that the current is so strong. Come, sorry. you all again, sorry. Huh? Okay, you pull me in. Huh? Pull, pull this way, not this way. Huh? This way. Huh? Okay. Oi! Wah, la us la Wah, eh, wah. Eh, thank you, thank you, thank you. At first, I, I will give him black face. Huh? I'll tell you first, because I don't like ma. I'll I tell you one. I mean, like, my, my daughter asked me, hey, daddy, go go exercise. I give her black face. Because you know why? When I go exercise, everybody, every part of my body pain there. Who likes to be tortured? Right? But, but then after that, I begin the hang of it. Now I start to look for track shoes. I got two pairs now. Sketches. Got memory foam. I, yeah, I became interested. I want to eat good now. Because once you get in the flow of God, the desire come. Are you with me here today? You know what? Don't go. You know what? Life is too short to compromise. Come on. Forever is a long place to stay. Come on. Say, everybody say, repent. So repent means walk towards God for those that have been born again. Continue to walk towards God. It's not that difficult. You know what? It's not that difficult. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's not that difficult. Think in terms of relationship with God. What God likes, I like. That's all. You know, uh, God likes me to know about Him. Take the Bible and read. Don't start with King James Version. Don't start with New King James Version. Sometimes start with New Living Translation. Holy hallow. Make it easy for you. Don't know how to read the Bible? Uh, For our guests and friends here, we have a free gift to give to you today. It's called Unlocking the Bible. We do it free of charge. Amen. We want to help you understand the Bible because we understand that understanding the Bible is very difficult. Amen. Okay, everybody say amen. And and, and again, you know what? I'm not going to give you a quick sale. Uh, I don't believe in quick sale. But, you know, oh come, on, uh, you know come uh, uh, by now. You want to be born again? Water out there. Come on, Then drag him you no, know, and then this guy say, get me out of here. Hey, I go toilet, never come back. You know what, when we're going to make a decision like that, we want you to study yourself. We want you to make a decision yourself because I rather want it to be a long commitment, not just lip service, say, okay, then after that, go toilet, never come back. Amen. Are you with me here today? You know, I think you got to discover it yourself. The Bible says, seek and it shall find, knock and it shall be opened. Seek and it shall find. Amen. Acts chapter 2, verse 38, 42. This is where we begin our journey. Then Peter said to them, Repent. Let every one of you be baptised in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you what an amazing thing happened. All your sins that, that you have, just within, let me say, uh, the fastest person that I baptised was, I think, Suwanker. Very fast. I like, wow, so fast. Huh? within two seconds, your sins can be all washed away. Amen. Two seconds. Eh? But travel there maybe, depends where you're coming from, uh, one hour to go to the, but, but if your house got buffed up, we can do it in your house. You know, it doesn't need to be in a church. You tell us, if you want to be born again, we bring the baptism thing to you also. Uh, hello, that's how we want people to have that relationship with God. What time uh, you, 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 you make an appointment with us, uh, I hope not midnight, uh, unless it's very serious. Uh. If it's very serious, I will come on the spot and we will baptise you in Jesus' name because it's so crucial. And then when you are baptised, guess what the Bible says? Remission of sins. That means no more sin. You become washed, eh? brand new. Eh? And then when you come out, huh? guess what happened? God will give you a supernatural gift called the Holy Spirit. You know why we need the Holy Spirit? We need the power to live for God. You know what it means? Right? God knows you cannot live for God. Like water baptism already, then after that, still the same. Huh? God gave us a new spirit eh? and it's empowerment. Eh? Then you like Superman like that. Eh? Then you accept, you know, it's not so difficult. You can walk with the Lord now. Because it's a jumpstart, it's a power to help you walk with God. And you know what the beautiful part? This Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ Himself, the hope of glory living within you. Powerful. Amen. You know what? I was filled with the Holy Ghost. I never turned back. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay, and number two, this is for all those that have been born again. We replicate. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1 says, Be followers of me, even as I, I also am of Christ. We need to follow Christ's example. You know how we're going to be Christ's example? We, didn't, we do not reciprocate bad things that have done to us. We forgive. Your wife shout at you, you put your head down, and speak softly. Some of you looking at me like, because if I don't stop this, it will affect my relationship with my wife or start the eroding process. Erosion does not come instantaneously, but slowly like rust. If you disrespect your wife, if you keep on doing things to her, one day she say enough is enough, then suddenly she karate chop you or smack you on the head and it's too late. I've seen people that say it's too late. And I don't want that to happen. Amen. We replicate Christ's example. Yeah, your children rebellious. We replicate Christ's example. Amen. We still love them. Amen. We don't give up on them. Are you with me here today? You see the power of what the cross does. We replicate His example. Yeah, this person deserves it, what? But grace the person deserves it, also God give. I don't deserve salvation. Eh. I can tell you this, my dad deserves it, some of you deserve it more than me. Amen. But Christ gave it to me. And then we need to replicate this example in our relationship in our homes, in our relationship, because you are the closest thing that they will ever see. You are living epistles. You are a living letter. How you behave at home reveals Christ's love. Uh, uh, amen. Come on. Are you with me? Last but not least, today very early. 11.30. Wow, today very early because I also want to celebrate Christmas. Huh? Number three, I love this one. You repeat the process. Amen. Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. Jesus called out to them, come follow me and I will show you how to be fish, to fish for people. You know what? We are, re- we are people who receive the goodness of God. Now we want to show you the goodness of God. And one of the ways that we want to show you the goodness, and we want to repeat the whole process again. We, I do not believe, tabernacle or joy, do not believe in for sale. I don't force you to become a Christian. I don't. You have to come to your senses yourself. It's a own individual decision. But we will gladly help you with the journey. We have all kinds of calls planned out next year. You know, to help you in your journey with God. We want you to have a walk with God. Everybody say amen. Is this our desire? Tabernacle of joy. We want people to have a healthy understanding of what the gospel looks like. And at the end of the day, they decide for themselves what they want to do. Amen. And that's our gift to you. 12-week Bible study, free of charge. No obligation. If anybody gives you obligation, call me. Okay? This is not the people that they, you know, they say, hey, what well, can you Free facial. Eh? Then after you go to free facial down there, they all lock you and say that, hey, my package, eh, my package. Eh? This is no package one. We will do Zoom. We will do according to your timing, whatever you want to help you understand the Bible. And if you are still struggling, we have many other courses that will help you. Because you know what? I want to see joy. I want to see things happen in your family that that, that, that you don't have to reciprocate hatred. Are you with me here today? How? Sorry, I don't know how to say Tamil. But I think this is what we want to do in Christmas. We don't want to reciprocate hatred, rebellion. When we sit on the table, some of us maybe should do communion. Let's not forget Christmas about that baby that grew up and also died on the cross and was resurrected. Amen. Shall we stand? (sighs) Amen. I want you to turn to the neighbor on your left and right. Aren't you glad that we have a Savior? Amen. Before the music team will come, I want to pray for you, especially during this period of time. I think it's only appropriate for some of us here. You know, maybe some of us want to go back to God and say, Hey, Lord, this year, I wasn't really thinking much about you at all. Amen. Some of you like to look back and learn from your mistakes. I want to do that. Because if I want 2023 to be an incredible year, Jesus got to be there. And how Jesus is going to be there is when you invite Him. He will not force His way. Father, let's leave our hands right now. Father, I thank you for this great gospel. Glorious. Glory to God in the highest. God, we want to join with angels. We're thankful. Emmanuel, God, with us. You died on the cross for us. And Father, that you are calling us right now Lord, calling us to a relationship with you. Come on, just close your eyes for a moment. Father, I remember the time when it was Christmas Day. I prayed a simple prayer like this. And I want to pray, God, for all our guests and friends here, Lord, that have come to be a part of Christmas service. Lord, if you are the way, show me. If you are the way, show me, Lord. Gently guide me by the hands, Lord. Lead me so that i can understand who you are what am i supposed to do and who am i father the greatest answer the question that needs to be answered god for all humanity is who am i and what am i here to do so father i pray during this period of time god i i I remember god right now god for all those crazy days and all those days god when i acted like a crazy man not proud of it but God I come today to you and I say God I want to repent I want to turn away from that evil way and run to you I want to surround myself God with brothers God that, that 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 will encourage me Lord I want to be a part of a body God I want to be a part of a team but sometimes God at the same time God I give them them an attitude I need to make it right So Father, Lord, I humble myself right now before your presence and say, God, forgive me. Lord, I need to make it right with my brother. Give me the right words to say. And God, let me not, Lord, be unreasonable. Because at the same time, they are humans just as I am. I need grace. They need grace. Everyone needs grace. So God, in a Christmas season, let it be a place of grace. Let it be a place of love. Let it be a place of peace. Let it be a place of hope. So Father, I, you have given me hope today. Thank you for helping us realize God, what a deprived state that I am, so that I look to the author and a finisher of my faith, Jesus Christ, my Messiah, for unto us unto us, for unto us, Father, you given salvation reconciliation so father let Christmas God be a time of reconciliation why don't we just touch each other let's pray for one another before you know we sing a few songs but let's let's pray right now father in the name of Jesus Lord let let there be reconciliation that will take place in the house of the Lord bless my brothers bless my sisters bless our guests today in a very special way lord may you reveal your goodness may you reveal who you are father right now in the name of jesus have your way do your will jesus in my life god in their life father lord right now let me be a conduit of blessings in their life so bless them god bless them with longevity towards your relationship with you, Father. Bless my brother, bless my sister today. Lord, again, I give of myself today. I pray for blessings. I pray for understandings. I pray, God, that you will reveal yourself in a powerful manner, that you reveal yourself a great God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly what we think or what we ask God, that you are for us, that you're not against us, Lord. That Christmas will be your special every season, all day round God, because God, you gave so that I can give. So in the name of Jesus, Lord, bless their family, bless them with understanding, give them the strength that they need God to walk with you. In Jesus name and all God's people say, Amen. Let's give God the praise and the honour. I'm going to invite the team to come. Amen. But before I, they sing, let me remind you you your guests and friends, there'll be some UTV evangelists out there. Okay, if you are interested to know more about God, sign up for a class free of charge. We will contact you. Amen. Okay, you don't have to pay anything. There'll be evangelists out there. So please, you know, give us this opportunity to share this good news. Amen in a deeper understanding. Okay. The music team come.
2: guys for those guests if you have not experienced the joy it's maybe today's a good start because the joy that we sing about today the joy that we talk about today and we're gonna sing again joy to the world is the joy that that is unspeakable (laughs) it's hard to explain to you the joy that we have that's inside of us so but until you're filled with the holy ghost then you understand what that joy and what that peace means amen so are we ready to sing our favorite song of christmas
3: to the world See?
2: Amen. Amen. Oh, what a joy there is in your presence, oh God. Unspeakable. Unspeakable. So Lord, we just want to take this moment, God, and, and just soak in, God, everything that you have for us, God. All the blessings, God, that you have in store for us, God, bless the church, bless every visitor's. Bless every guest Lord. They come here to seek your face, Lord. Bless them abundantly, Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. How can we end a Christmas service without singing Feliz Navidad? Right? So shall we do that? <laughs> okay, as so we sing the song, you are free to go around and greet your friends, alright? Feliz
3: Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad Feliz Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas Wish you a merry christmas we want to wish you a merry christmas from the bottom of our hearts we want to wish you a merry christmas we want to wish you a merry christmas we want to wish you a merry christmas from the bottom of Feliz Navidad. feliz Navidad. Prospero. Ano, Belize. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of our heart. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry I wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of our hearts.